What's up, everybody? It's your boy Joshua Edwards, live from live from my parents' kitchen. This is season two, episode twenty-seven of Joshua's Proximity. Now, before we already go ahead and get into you know the NFL and the Cam Newton, this and that, I want to talk about something that I have been saying since the beginning of the season, the end of last season. LeBron James is not a top five player in the National Basketball Association. Ah, Josh, he's hurt. Okay. If you're hurt for a substantial amount of time, the last two seasons, whatever you want to say, the abdominal strain, the ankle injury, whatever you want to say, he's been out for a significant amount of time. But that's not why I just say that he's not a top five player. If you want to go look at what a top five player looks like in the NBA, go look at Giannis Antetokounmpo. Go look at Kevin Durant. Go look at Stephen Curry. These are, these are top five players when we talk about NBA current top five. Yes, LeBron James is a top ten player in the National Basketball Association, but he cannot at this stage take a game over like a Giannis Antetokounmpo, like a Kevin Durant, like a Stephen Curry. Yeah, he might give you an aberration where he gives you 30, 10, and 12, but he's not giving you 43 12 and 3, uh, 37, 10 and 11, 33, shooting the ball right now. Uh, Kevin Durant, what, 11 of 13, giving you 28 points. LeBron James isn't doing that right now at this stage in his career. And it's okay, man. I am a LeBron James diehard fan, but I can see the writing on the wall. My homeboy's name is James Butts. He refuses to accept the fact that LeBron James is not a top five player. And it's okay, man. He 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 grew up a Kobe Bryant fan, um, and then he started to transition to the LeBron James. You know, as Kobe got older, rest recipes of Kobe Bryant. But you have to see the writing on the wall, and it's okay. Do I believe Tom Brady is a top five quarterback in the NFL? No, but I do believe he is a top ten. I I do believe he has moments where he can still be quote unquote the best player on the field. And, and LeBron James definitely has those bursts and those spurts of moments where he can be considered the best player on the court at any given, any given day. But right now, as we are sitting here talking on November 18th, 12.50 p.m., LeBron James is not a top five player in the National Basketball Association. I got Stephen Curry above him. I got Kevin Durant. Stephen Curry really right now, if we're being honest, might be the best player in the NBA. Giannis Antetokounmpo, he's he's also in contention for best player in the NBA. Nikola Jokic, uh, who's the fifth guy that I want? Luke, I say Luka Doncic is above him. Kawhi Leonard, when he gets back healthy, could be above him. There, there's a couple of guys that are ahead of him on his team. Anthony Davis has the potential to be the best player on his team, but he is so inconsistent and so soft. Last night against the the, the Milwaukee Bucks. We were looking for the matchup AD versus Giannis Antetokounmpo. And Giannis Antetokounmpo took AD to school. I mean, he's doing whatever he wants down low on the block. He's getting to the cup. He's shooting threes. Anthony Davis, to me, is just too – he's too soft, man. Every time he hits the floor, he gets up holding his stomach. He gets up holding his wrist. He gets up holding his head. Oh, my back. All oh, my foot. Whatever you want to say – LeBron James right now is just not a top five player. I believe if you ask me as we sit here standing, 
you could argue that Anthony Davis is the best player on that team. And that's not that's not a shot at LeBron James. He's just not a top five player in the National Basketball Association. And I think we as a collective uh, uh, community, as uh, collective sports fans, we got to see the writing on the wall. LeBron James, as Stephen A. Smith said, LeBron James might not win another uh, championship ring. He might not. The way that the Golden State Warriors are playing, and I told y'all earlier, I told you, I said my early season MVP awards – I'm a, I'm a, my early season awards for the NBA, I had Stephen Curry going for MVP based off of what he did last year. And he is proving me, he is proving me right right now, man. LeBron James, he's just not a top five player. But let's go ahead and transition into the NFL, man. It is NFL season. Yes, basketball season is currently going on. But who really gives a damn until it's like after Christmas or right when Christmas hits? But let's talk about Cam Newton right now, man. All right, so I want to be clearly objective when it comes to the Cam Newton topic. When he was at New England, even, you know, during this entire transition in last year when he got COVID, before COVID, yes, he was balling. After COVID, he was no longer uh, a factor at the quarterback position. He got benched two or three times for Brian Hoyer. Um, I will admit that I called Cam Newton cooked. But I did not take it to everything into consideration. Yes, he had COVID. Um, he was just getting off of surgery. He still wasn't kind of acclimated to the New England Patriots system. But Cam Newton versus the Arizona Cardinals this past Sunday? Tell me my team wasn't rocking. Tell me my team, Cam Newton, didn't have them boys playing with a different type of energy that we have not had with Teddy Bridgewater, that we did not have with Sam Darnold. Tell me we wasn't balling, man. Now, this is what I will say. I stated that acquiring Teddy Bridgewater was a downgrade from Cam Newton whenever we let him go. That's all Cam Newton wanted to ask for was a shot. Matt Rule came into Carolina. You know, he wanted to change the whole the whole dynamics of the Carolina Panthers, man. He's been adding players from Temple. He's been drafting players from Temple, guys that he coached in Baylor, whatever you want to look at. But this is what we did know. I did say that Teddy Bridgewater wasn't that guy. And you're seeing it right now. What he pulled up in uh, Denver, not making an attempt to tackle on Darius Slay. The list can go on and on about Teddy Bridgewater. But I did think Sam Darnold would be kind of a segue to us making the playoffs, to us at least being, uh, you know, legit NFC competition week in and week out. But Sam Darnold has just been abysmal. And I'm glad that we got Cam Newton signed to the Carolina Panthers. One, because he just didn't look right in New England. Like, let's just be real, man. You could just go look at the tapes. He he just didn't fit that scheme, man. And I'm just glad that Cam Newton is back. I do believe that he will ultimately lead us into the playoffs. We currently sit at 5-5 five and five on the season. Cam Newton right now, they say that he's going to be taking more more reps. I think we still have to ease him into the game. I don't think that we can just throw him out there uh, on Sunday against – who do we play? Against the Washington football team. I think that we got to 
get PJ some reps first. Let him start the game off. And about the second, third quarter, then that's when you start to ease Cam Newton in a little more, a little more, a heavy dose of Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore and Jet Sweeps and Robbie Anderson in the slant game. And I think we'll be fine, man. Our defense is playing phenomenal. The Carolina Panthers are legit. I mean, we just needed a quarterback, and I think that we got him in Cam Newton. So I'm kind of excited about that, man. Um, but let's just change topics just a little bit. Let's go ahead and talk about my top 10. Now, before I get into my top 10, I definitely want to go ahead and say I do have some big news coming out within the next two weeks. Well, one, next week is my birthday, so I might not do an episode. I might, I might not, but I'm going to have another new segment in Joshua's proximity. But before we even get to that, let's just go ahead and just reveal my top 10. So at number 10, let's go ahead. It's the Kansas City Chiefs. This team... We know what they were at the beginning of the season. They were awful. Their defense is still very, very bad. And they haven't made the the top ten in the past three weeks, maybe. But this team is finally clicking. This team just beat the Raiders on, was it Monday, Sunday night football? Was Sunday or Monday night? Sunday or Monday night football, doesn't matter. They did a number on them. It was Sunday night football. 41 to 17. The Kansas City Chiefs are back. In contention, they sit at top of uh, they sit at top at, of the AFC West. They're six and four. They've won three straight, and the boys looking really good. Number ten, Kansas City, and number nine, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I can't move them outside of the top ten just yet. AB is still hurt. Gronk is still hurt. Chris Godwin is still nursing some injuries, and then their defense on the back end is decimated. But at the end of the day, they got Tom Brady, so it's. You, they're still a top 10 team, regardless of the situation. Uh, number nine, the Timber Bay Buccaneers. Number eight, the Baltimore Ravens. This team is not a very, very good football team, I believe, man. I stated last week, it's got to be some concern that they, that they continue to lose by double digits or they're, they're losing at some point in the game by double digits. They trailed again by double digits against the Miami Dolphins, ended up losing 22 to 10. And that team as a whole just looked terrible. So at number eight, the Baltimore Ravens. Number seven, the Los Angeles Rams. They just lost Robert Woods. They're trying to get Odell acclimated. They do have a bye this week. I believe coming out of the bye, they will be Odell will be more offensive, uh, included into the offensive system a little more. But they're not a physical team. We saw it against the Cardinals. We saw it against the Titans. And we saw it against the San Francisco 49ers. So, if it's of any concern, the Los Angeles Rams, they have to become more physical. And Matthew Stafford, you already know how I feel about him. Number six, the Dallas Cowboys. I'm not putting too much stock into them beating the the Arizona, uh, not the Arizona, uh, the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons are a bad football team. <laughs> how can you move the uh, the Cowboys into the top five and they play a bad football team? That's what you're supposed to do. They got a tough test against the Kansas City Chiefs. We're going to see what this team is really about this Sunday. Number five, the New England Patriots. Bill Belichick is finally hitting his strides. They have won three straight, if I'm not mistaken, two or three straight. And then they go out there and they put a spanking on the Cleveland Browns, man. And it wasn't close. So, number five, the New England Patriots. Number four, the Arizona Cardinals. I'm not putting too much stock in them losing to the Carolina Panthers. They didn't have Kyler Murray. They didn't have D-Hop. They, and they don't have J.J. Watt. But this team, they're still built really well all around. 
Arizona Cardinals at number four. Number three, the Buffalo Bills, man. This team, their defense is, is solid, but I feel like they're still missing a piece. Does it feel like that? It feels like that to me, at least. The defensive ends, we they I feel like I feel like they have to establish more pressure. Their running game has to be stronger up front. They got a huge test against Indianapolis on this week. Number three, the Buffalo Bills. Number two, the Green Bay Packers. Yes, it, they went out there and they laid an egg against the Seattle Seahawks, but they won. They shut out Russell Wilson for the first time in his NFL career. So at number two, the Green Bay Packers. And at number one, the Tennessee Titans. For whatever you want to say, that defense, Mike Vrabel, he found something, man. He has found something. And they get Derrick Henry within the next maybe four to five weeks. The Tennessee Titans definitely sit at top of my Josh's proximity hierarchy. All right, and before we close out Josh's proximity, you know I got to go through my project, my predictions for this upcoming week. First off, rest in peace to young Dolph, man. We got to stop killing each other, man. Black people, black, black men especially, for whatever reason, I don't know why we continue just to hate on each other, man. Spread more love. It's, there's nothing to just pick up a phone and just apologize, man. An apology will take you a long way. Admitting you're wrong will take you a long way, and we just got to put our pride to the side, man. Rest in peace, Young Dolph. I hope his killers do get found, but uh, just it's Dolph. Rest in peace, Young Dolph. But let's go ahead. Let's talk about the games, man. The Ravens versus the Bears. Ravens in this game. Uh, the Packers versus the Vikings in Minnesota. The Packers, I like that that game. Colts versus the Bills. Now, I was just talking to my homeboy on the phone. This is going to be a very, very important game for both teams. The Colts sit at 500. The Bills, I believe, are the second-best team in the AFC. They have they have this week to prove that they are a top-two contender in the AFC. And the Colts can make a, a huge statement by winning this game. But I like the Buffalo Bills in this game. Uh, Lions versus the Browns. Is Baker Mayfield playing? Even if he isn't, I'm going to go with the Browns. It doesn't matter. Washington versus the Panthers. Cam's back. You already know who I'm going with. Texans versus the Titans. Come on, man. 49ers versus the Jags. Come on, man. <laughs> I like the Titans. And I like the 49ers if, if you have any concern. The Dolphins versus the Jets. Two terrible teams. Uh, both AFC East contenders, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, both in the AFC East. Give me... J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Saints versus the Eagles in Philly. I'm going to go with the Eagles in this matchup. Bengals versus the Raiders in Las Vegas. I like the Bengals coming off the bye. Cowboys versus the Chiefs. Thursday, I mean Sunday evening game, 425 Eastern Standard Time. Cowboys versus the Chiefs. Give me the Chiefs. Cards versus the Seahawks. Is Kyler Murray playing? If not, I still believe that the Seahawks lose this game. Russell Wilson will be out of Seattle this next season. Steelers versus the Chargers. I like the Chargers in this matchup. And the Giants versus the Bucks. Monday Night Football. I like the Bucks in this game. And as, as, as we always do, man, until next time, episode 27, I told you, I got... I got a huge reveal next episode, so Josh's Proximity, we out.